Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Delivered Social Podcast. Uh, as ever, I'm Rob Lee and I'm going to be editing this and putting it out there afterwards. With me is my actual boss, John Bird. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, everyone. I'm well, Rob. How are you? I am absolutely fine. Well, I've come back from holiday with a stinking cold. But no one's ever fine when they come back from holiday, <laughs> no. ever. It's not a thing. <laughs> and we have a new voice joining us today as well. We have Ali, I want to say... Yeah, it's an awkward name, I know. Hello, hello. <laughs> um, and Ali is our new admin genius, John's personal assistant, which is a job I would wish on no man. Or woman. <laughs> so, uh, how, how are you finding it so far? So far, it's been very interesting, very hectic. I've never worked in social media before, so I'm loving it already. Um, John's life is a bit chaotic. Um, so... Yeah, we'll be working that out and uh, enjoying working with the team. Also, I feel like I'm allowed to legally have a mental breakdown now that someone else has actually recognised that my life is just a little chaotic. (laughs) Yeah, for the first couple of days, gosh. Or I should be offended that it's only a little chaotic. But we're not here to talk about my personal problems today, are we, Rob? We are not. We are here to talk about uh, how can you build a digital business or how can you build any kind of business with a presence using non-digital methods kind of thinking outside the box for ourselves today, think of like the opposite thing that we tend to do. Um, good, to, good to challenge yourself though. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think it's key to remember that, um, you know, digital advertising has only been around, you know, recently and there's lots of tried and tested methods out there and, and businesses that have had to adapt from kind of the, the old school way of doing things to the new school way. So it's, this, this should be an interesting one. And I think it's fair to say as well, even though we're a digital company, we do do an awful lot of non-digital advertising. Yeah. Um, and, and it works for us. It's a, it's a good thing. It, it's, you know, it's real connections. But hey, I'm spoiling the rest of the episode already. Uh-huh. On, on, our, on our list of uh, non-digital uh, methods of advertising, Ali, which one do you think is your favourite up there? Rack days. Rack I was days. new to rack days until you explained it. A couple, uh, well, yesterday, really. Okay, I feel like I feel like rack days are something we're going to talk a lot, an awful lot, on the podcast yeah. about because it's so nuts and random that everyone really, really mm-hmm. buys into it. Mm-hmm. Um, rack days are random act of kindness. If you ever want to see what they are, um, go onto our website. Um, we actually detail kind of what we do and pictures and whatnot and, and and what we do is we well it's kind of it's kind of not just it's not only digital as well as non-digital because we do use digital a little bit for it what we do is we get a load of postcards and we say to people on these postcards um welcome to a random act of kindness day here's a four digit code enter it on facebook and we'll drop you a, um, a present and people flock to our facebook pages Um, and how we deliver them is we kind of just walk around the street first thing in the morning before anyone arrives at work or their offices just pop them through their door and they come to Facebook and they enter this little code and then all of a sudden um, we turn up with a little present for them whether it be biscuits, chocolate, we got someplace some wine you know just random things to brighten up their day someone got a mini camping set once and that was brilliant and (laughs) and we just asked just to take a picture with them um and and put it on social media and it's amazing that the kind of the the non-digital connect you get by doing it with people but then also the benefit you get of talking about it on social media 
Random act of kindness days are great fun. A lot of work, you've got to get it right, but they're a lot of work. And they're an inexpensive way of doing it. Indeed, they are. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to being, hoping to do one pretty soon, I think. So keep your eyes peeled. I've never done one them. before, so I'm really interested in this. Okay. Definitely. Sounds like that's coming up soon, people of Guildford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just people like getting free stuff. Yeah, and exactly. And being part of a community, I think, that's part of it. Yeah, which kind of brings us to um, talking about things like leaflets and business cards, actual physical things. In an age where everything is online, it is quite nice to have something coming through your door or kind of being handed to you in real life for a change. Yeah, there are definitely industries that, um, that use leafleting very effectively. Um, you know, estate agency being one, for example. Ali, I'm sure when you go home at the end of the night, oh. there's, it's, it's... New windows, do you want this, do you want that? Well, what do you do with them? Unless it's something that I actually am looking for, I will throw them in the bin. So here's a question. I keep then. the pizza ones, the ones with the pizza offers. And if there's anyone listening to this podcast who doesn't keep the pizza ones, you should go away now. We <laughs> don't want you listening. You're not, you're not part of our core audience. Um, All the takeaways. But so it's really interesting. So you throw them away. So you said that you occasionally hang on to some of them. How long ago do you reckon it's been since you actually did something from a leaflet action through your door? Probably about two weeks ago where we rummaged through the drawer to find a takeaway menu. Okay, so for restaurants it works really, really well for mm-hmm. you. Okay, do you think that leaflets work well for you rather than like apps like Just Eat or things like that? Would you rather use... Yeah, because we tend to... The, we're in the small little village, so for us, yeah, because all the restaurants around wouldn't really be necessarily on Just Eat or anything. I reckon. I wonder if that's true. I reckon most of them probably are. Do you know what? You're probably right there. It's just the old-fashioned way of reaching in the drawer like we've always known and getting yeah. out a... a Yeah, Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, Okay, so that's one business that does really well with it. I've got to say, estate agents, I'll just throw them in the bin. Yeah, Um, double glazing and stuff. I guess if I wanted to move house or get double glazing, I'll hold on to them. But the the, the odds of that leaflet arriving on the day that you're thinking, wow, I need double glazing, Mm. is is so remote. And and I I, I know we're talking about non-digital methods, but I guess with things like double glazing... You know, if I needed it, I would go to Google and I'd type in double glazing. Yeah. And, or you'd know someone who had it done recently and just ask them. Yeah. yeah. Or go on the Facebook sites. And, and yeah. Mm. And so, unfortunately, on that one, we failed. We're swinging back to digital. Um, just <laughs> if you are a, a double glazing company, the one thing I would say, um, and maybe an estate agency as well, is if people are going to search for you and, and, and do it that way rather than leafleting, um, make sure your reviews are perfect. Um, make sure you really put an effort into reviews because um, we've just mentioned word of mouth here. And actually, yeah. if I haven't met someone who's just done their double glazing, actually, the next best thing to that is someone who you've just done double glazing for. So, uh, you, you know, uh, yeah. Anyway, moving away from digital, uh-huh. we're just a digital word agency. Word of mouth is a huge one, though. I mean, a lot of people that we get in or that... Um, I want to go and see for nails or anything like that. I go through my the people who my friends have recommended. So word of mouth is still a huge, huge thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, business cards are a funny one for me. So I've got business cards. And for all our clients that are listening to this right now, I bet none of you have got my business card. Um, I, I find, I, I understand why they're good. I get it. And I've been caught out more times than I can possibly think by not having them. Um, but also... I. I, I, I don't know, people just have my email address and just ping me an email. And mm. So I think having a digital business card, i.e. your signature, relevant and up-to-date is key, but I, I'm just not sure. I'm never going to carry around enough business cards in my pocket for the people I meet every day, and I can assure you I'm not thinking about it when I leave the house first thing in the morning to make sure I've got business cards on me before I go off somewhere. Um, 
and and I guess I should because then I could be out there connecting with people as I'm in shops and yeah exactly you know maybe maybe I should make a a, a new podcast resolution and by this time next <laughs> week see how many business cards I can give out <laughs> see if I can make it happen now. I might have to do that now challenge me what number should I give out next week uh, this by this time next week yeah I'm gonna say fifty fifty. All right. Well, we're going to a meeting tomorrow where there's 50 people, so that oh, won't be a problem. No. <laughs> so Ali failed. No. Um, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> what else is on the kind of non-digital ideas? Well, speaking of big meetings with 50 people, mm. um, networking events, like, there's loads of them around. Mm-hmm. Business groups. Breakfast meetings. Yeah. What's your thoughts on them? I think they're brilliant. Why? Because I think, especially if it's a community one, it sort of puts... A face to the name as such when you've heard recommendations etc um and get to know what's around your local area because every every business owner wants to knows what it knows the challenges of owning a local business and want to help other people surely and be there as a community what do you think rob well, the thing that gets me about them like, i've never been to one and like from everything i've heard about them it sounds like they do loads of good stuff for the people that use them but just me, I'm quite an awkward person. I think like, if I went to one, I would just kind of sit there and not really interact with anyone. Oh yeah, I don't like that. So the, it's instant. We're going to one of the leading um, networking events tomorrow, um, uh, a group in the UK that are, they're huge. And, and you get 60 seconds to pitch. Um, it's a very short space of time. Especially for me. I'm, I'm very worried about how I'm going to actually shut myself up at 61 seconds. Um, and I, I like the idea that it's short and it's concise and it's fun and I, I, I like the idea. Um, and I guess networking, I wonder if it's a fear factor. I think I'm, I'm kind of with you a little bit, Rob, where I like the idea of it. I can, I can imagine it being amazing, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit of a keyboard warrior. I can, I can just sit behind my keyboard and send 50 emails and, and no one really has way. to. Yeah. So, uh, so it'll be really interesting tomorrow to give this a go and, and see. I mean, mm. I, I, yeah, quite looking forward to it. Um, and obviously they work because they're successful. Yeah. Um, they would still be going. Yeah, absolutely. And, and actually, if you look at the networking groups, they've adapted really well to digital. But funnily enough, digital hasn't adapted to networking. Um, so do you know what? Hoping we'll probably learn a few things yeah. tomorrow from that. I agree. Um, obviously, like dedicated networking events are a good place to make business connections. But also just kind of any kind of public events where your business can get involved are pretty good as well. Uh, I'm thinking of, of course, our legendary pancake race. The legendary uh, pancake race where Waitrose cheated and beat us by exactly 0.1 of a second. Um, Waitrose, if you're listening, there will be a court case about this. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the legendary pancake race. Rob, tell us more. Well, it's a thing that they do in Guildford and probably other towns have similar things. Um, but uh, the local radio station broadcasts the commentary of a load of businesses doing a pancake relay race up and down the high street. And heard of a few businesses that I'd never heard of before. We all got a bit of a shout out on the radio for it. Had a bit of a fun competition. Some of us took it quite seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you mean. Um, but stuff like that is just like, I feel like we have more of a presence in Guildford now because we do stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. Um... I think any business, if you're a business owner out there and you're sat there going, we don't have time for that, da 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 the pancake race honestly took us 15 minutes, okay? And for that, we were shouted out on the radio, the team had a good laugh, and we all sat down afterwards and had a coffee together, and it was it was great fun. Um, if, you, if you genuinely can't find, you know, a couple of hours a month to do something 
unique, different, that, that isn't part of your normal day, then I, 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 I challenge why you're doing it in the first place, because these are the things that make it fun for you, and that the rewards are immense. We, we genuinely, the, the team that beat us for Waitrose, and I, 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 I can't believe I said that on public radio, um, mm. cheaters, um, yeah. they actually, you know, we, we now know them, they say hello, we, we walk past each other on the street. Um, we would never have met them before. They would have been faceless people that served Rob his free coffee at lunchtime. Um, not um, not people that we, we kind of bump into and say hello. Um, and remarkably, one of them who was in the relay race is actually works for one of our clients. So, you know, and, and they're in the same town. It was, it was great. And there's loads of these things going on. We, we've got a, a raft race um, coming up in, in the summer where we're going to, as a company, build a raft and take on other rafts in Guildford up a canal. Um, Ali has magically made sure she's away for I'm that one. Busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I am gutted. I'm not there. But so it's it's things like that that are just a bit fun, and you know it, it, it's it's yeah you can you can do Team a lot. Team spirit as well. Yeah, yeah, and community spirit, and you can do a lot with it for for really not a lot of effort. Um, and I, I, I challenge any company out there to just pick something, do something. It doesn't have to be war and peace. It just has to be a bit of fun. Definitely. Definitely. It's free PR. And you have fun doing it. Yeah. Speaking of things that aren't free, let's talk about uh, advertising, print advertising mm. in the real world. Do you know I, print advertising in the real world? Okay, so you got to feel you got to feel you got to feel sorry, haven't you, for the print advertisers out there who um, have uh, who are up against us actually and the things we can do. Um, but there is still a place for it. We have we have a client who. Um, uh, recently put a billboard up um, at the beginning of the year um, and it worked wonders for their business. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, and it was brand recognition and they were proud and it looked great and the graphics were awesome. And, and that's when it, you know, that's when it really, really can work. You can see a direct correlation between that and sales. Um, I think another, another side of print is editorials. Um, you know, actually placing articles or interviews in with press. I think that's another great way of doing it. Um, Rob's got a fair bit of experience of working in that area as well. So, you know, th there's real benefits for for companies that could do that. Um, where I think I struggle is the cost behind things like advertising a, a small little square in a massive paper that gets free, that Ali throws in the bin and yeah. says she gets home every yeah. night. That's, that's where I, I draw the line. I think there's very clever ways of doing print advertising. Um, Ali, do you keep hold of your local paper? I put it on the table for us to read, but then after a week or two, it unfortunately does go in the bin. Also, after a week or two, whatever was in it when it arrived is out of date. Definitely. <laughs> that's the, I guess that's the other problem with print. Because if there's anything that I want to look up, I will find it online. Yeah, yeah. Rob, have you been exposed to any good print media lately? Print media? Um, well, I was just thinking randomly about um, there is a billboard near the um, cinema in Aldershot and there's an estate agent which quite often puts up like movie puns about their company on it. Remember, there's like, a, like a Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It was like Fantastic Houses and Where to Find Them. Fantastic. There's, there's, good. there's also a shed company in Farnham. I can't remember the name, but honestly, these guys, if they ever need to work in a marketing company, I'll have them. They put up a banner, um, so they're at a roundabout, and I know we're going to come on to roundabouts in a minute, and I'm getting quite excited for all those people who think I've got a roundabout fetish. <laughs> but they've got, there's a massive roundabout in Farnham, and they, there's a shed company um, that basically occupy most of this, this area around this roundabout. And they, they put up banners every, I don't know, it must be every month or something. And it's things like, 
thunder sheds are go. <laughs> I mean, and, it, and it's excellent. And it's excellent. It's excellent. The lion, the witch, and the shed. Um, yeah. You know, and it, and you just look at them and you go, you clever. And, and and they've got this captive audience. They're making people laugh. Um, they're getting noticed. They're as getting well. and, and they're getting yeah. remembered just like I did. And it took yeah. Rob to send me one for me to go, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, I, I've got to move on from thunder sheds, and I've got to get to something I'm really excited about, which is roundabout advertising. Um, <laughs> the most cutting edge form of advertising. <laughs> I mean, if you are not on a roundabout, you are going around in circles, people. Um, there's a company I know who will remain nameless, but basically they built a website which cost them £10 a month, uh, £10 a year, um, and they put up a roundabout sign on a rather large roundabout somewhere in the UK with just their website address, and that website alone generates something like £50,000 a month. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. Now, admittedly, it's a big roundabout, and admittedly, it probably costs them a little bit, but do you know what? It was. It's, it, it's it worked, for, spent it worked spent, for them, yeah. yeah. Now, I know for a fact that, and a shout out to all the roundabout advertisers out there because they probably don't get enough praise when they're trying to sell a little plaque <laughs> on a roundabout. Um, but actually, if you look into it, it's not as expensive as you think. And I think if there's companies out there that aren't solicitors or lawyers or, um, I'm trying to think, estate agents is probably the other one that uses them all the time. If you've got something different, actually you can do the thunder sheds a go argument because you'll be remembered every time someone drives around it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, people... Who follows the same route home every day? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You, you're, you, you, it's a constant reminder to people. I don't even know why I'm on this podcast. I need to go and buy a roundabout. See you <laughs> later, guys. I'm also out. Also, with um, bus stops as well, you're constantly... When you're going past bus stops, seeing the latest offer at the fast food place nearby, McDonald's or something like that, or, I don't know, the latest... I don't know, loads I lo- of stuff that's advertised at bus stops. I love those McDonald's adverts. Your, your nearest McDonald's advert is 250 metres this way with the big orange, uh, sorry, yeah, yellow arrow. That's very and, clever. And you know you want to follow it because yeah. at the end of that arrow is six chicken nuggets. <laughs> and, and, and you just you just do, and they've, they've got you. And uh, But unfortunately for McDonald's, right above that sign is a thing that says your bus is two minutes away. So you then have this dilemma of weighing up whether what do you I can do get. Next? Yeah, can I get to McDonald's quickly yeah, enough or not? Yeah, no, I think roundabout advertising, if, if, you, if you've got a business that could kind of work with that, have a look at it. It's, sometimes it's not as expensive as you think. Obviously, prime sites are going to be huge. Um, but yeah, there you go. Uh, it, it, yeah. Um, have a look. I think there's one other thing that, um, that I would look at uh, for certain businesses. Um, and we tried it years and years and years ago. Um, and it didn't work for us but it looked amazing and it was taxi advertising. And I understand the idea and it's a very proud moment. You've got a car driving around in central London with your company name on, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think for some businesses it could work really, really well. So for example, I remember an Emirates one, but that's because I like the Emirates brand. I can promise you now, no one remembered our one because they'd never heard of it before. Mm. So I think taxi advertising is one of those things that can be used well but only if the business is the right fit for it. Yeah, yeah, and I think all of these things, you need to couple going into this, whatever it is, print, media, or you know, roundabout, or whatever, you have to go into it with some kind of interesting angle to your campaign, like putting your name on its own on a roundabout. Yeah. I mean, it would probably get some traffic of people just trying to work out what your company actually does, 
but Thundershed's our go and Fantastic Houses is where to find them have obviously stuck in like our memories like far longer than any other advert that we've seen. It's getting the terminology right as well, isn't it? And making sure it's generic enough that mm. the mass understand what it is. Yes. Um, and yeah, no, absolutely, getting the terminology right matters a lot. Um, so yeah, that's why we're closing our digital agency and becoming a roundabout marketing agency. <laughs> if, if, you would, if, you would like, if you would like to hire a roundabout in Guildford, as soon as we've set up the contract, we'll have that done for you. Um, yeah, um, I think all these things, I think it's really important to remember that everyone kind of moved from print to digital like a wave, okay? And everyone will sit there and say, oh, digital's so hard, it's saturated, blah, blah, blah. It's not, you just have to be clever with it. But it doesn't mean there aren't some quick wins out there in your local community that you can do today that will generate your business tomorrow. Um, and some of those really are as simple as hand out five business cards see what happens. People might actually email you back. Um, yeah, give it a go. Apparently I've got to do 50 tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Delivered Social Podcast. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Uh, you can find us on all social media platforms under the sun, including uh, Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn, Vero, uh, Twitter, where we're at Dell Social UK, and Instagram, where we're Delivered Social UK, all one word. If you have any questions you'd like us to answer, pop us a message on any of those platforms, or send us an email to hello at deliveredsocial.com.